and welcome to Geek Sweat. It's the film and filmmakers podcast for film enthusiasts around the world. We are interested in talking about cult TV, hot topics, reviews, trailers, and even inspiration interviews from IMDb listed filmmakers. If you didn't know already, we're broadcasting this episode on at least 21 different platforms. You can find us also on Radio Public, Luminary, Blueberry, and something called the podcast app. We are now recording live and direct from the Rebel Bank in Walthamstow, East London. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone out there listening. Geek sweaters and sweaty geeks alike. You are now listening to episode 90 of Geek Sweat, and you are about to be introduced to some trailer talkage, um, or trailer talk, shall we say. Um, I am going to be your quarterback, your point guard, your captain for this episode. Um, I am MKH, um, and I will be joined today by two gentlemen. Wide um, receivers. Yeah, wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> or, or um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, um, point guard. No, 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 yes, wide receivers. We'll go with wide receivers. But before I introduce the two wide receivers. I'm wow, it's lucky this isn't an American sports blog. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, I'm really fucking it up. Yeah, because we're going through every <laughs> position in the American football team right now. <laughs> I only know two. Um, um, I think there's a centre and a kicker as well. Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, sounds like it should be right. And the handler? Is it is a handler? No, no. A position? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Kind of American sport altogether. <laughs> yeah. Ask Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, yeah. We, we should have um, really stuck to some UK. Uh, so, <laughs> stepping up to the crease. <laughs> is, uh, is Prince Andrew <laughs> for his sixth wicket. <laughs> All the way from Woking, yeah. <laughs> Pizza Express apparently. But um, on the ones and twos, recording the sound, it is the one and only uh, Giovanni. Woo! Yes! Excellent. And um, I am also joined by, um, to my very left, it is the one and only, um, I know him by something, but you shall know him as TJ. Hola. Okay. <laughs> He's Spanish. Um, <laughs> He's Spanish today. Yeah. <laughs> si, and, and to my immediate right, I am joined by the great and wonderful Kingdom. Hello. Thank you guys for um, coming and joining me today. Um, how, how is everyone doing? Yeah, better than Prince Andrew. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his, all his it, royal connections. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, there's been some like really bad stuff that's been happening in the news about Prince Andrew's connections with some very, very shady people. And it looks like it's going to not just tarnish his reputation, but the whole royal family around him, isn't it? And possibly a blameless chain of Pizza Emporia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pizza Express may never recover from this bad publicity. Yeah. Because um, they're making it like it's a holding cell for people who are trying to stay away from paedophilia, isn't it? <laughs> Staying away from children, the only place you can get you. <laughs> Wait, get, I'm going to stay away from children. Let's go to Pizza Express. <laughs> what was get, McDonald's too busy? Exactly. <laughs> get your mouth around some nice thin crust over there. Yeah. Um, uh, do, do we think this will get the ball rolling on uh, the UK finally becoming a republic? 
<laughs> or not um, yeah, I, I mean if this was the dismantling of the royal family in 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 process I would be so surprised about how it happens I mean I'm just worried that the queen's gonna have to go on social media to send some Instagram photos to get her likes <laughs> back up or something can you like imagine that, that the like queen pictures of, doing selfies with her corgis to kind of distract the attention from what's going <laughs> on. has the queen ever joined Instagram no, no but I think she's gonna have to now just she to, will do just to join in on these I memes I mean like in <laughs> context Jennifer Aniston has only just joined yeah. so the queen's not too late I think the queen's got a Twitter account but like there isn't really anything you can say after after the week that Prince Andrew's had, really. Well, um, it, I, I guess if the um, the royal family could survive um, making that cargo off the road in Paris, then yeah. um, <laughs> hey, that was can, never proven. Yeah, I, think, I guess they can bury this this episode by <laughs> this episode on BBC featuring Prince. Who t who told him to even go, like? There was no no reason, one told him to no do that. Reason whatsoever for him to go and expose himself like that, but. Mm. Um, Stupid is, stupid does, I guess. Yeah. Um, with that being said, um, shall we delve into some stupid trailers? When one of them's not so stupid because I think it's going to be about a glorious uh, reminder of British history because of the uh, centenary of um, the First World War. Uh, that's um, one of our films we're going to be about. So that, uh, you're obviously referring to the, the film called 1917 for yeah, its yeah. troubles. It'd be interesting to see how many um, colony fighters are in this actual trailer. If it there's, <laughs> if there's none, I'm going to be extremely upset. Prepare to be amazed. And we've also got a long overdue and awaited sequel uh, to one of the most successful comedies of, I think it was like the 1990s in... Uh, Bad Boys for Life. I'm going to challenge that. I think the first one yeah. was good. Yeah. But I think the second one was meh. Meh. Yes. So it wasn't like a Godfather Ascension. It was no, like it I think the first down. one was definitely better yeah. than the. So it's like Triple X. Like it, there only needed to be one. Absolutely. Yeah. I think and the second one was bigger and brasher. Yeah. Yeah, because of the success of the first film. And I think, uh, did, did Michael Bay. Direct the second one? As, as well. far as I know, I'm prepared to stand corrected on that, but I think he did direct the second one also. Did it? And it has one... even more of his trademark yeah, explosions. The second, the second girls. one was famous for the um, the explosion and the 360 degree pan as the yes. guys were getting up. That yeah. was basically what the film was about, wasn't it? The um, 360 degree pan. Yes. Yeah. And the line, this shit just got real. <laughs> yeah. And just, just, just explode in garbage for no reason. <laughs> you know, because the way garbage always explodes. explodes. Yeah, absolutely. Some Michael Bay um, signature moves there. And we're obviously going to delve into some bombshell featuring yeah. some very nice, um, and I don't want to objectify the women here, but very nice eye candy yeah. in, in, in the human um, sacks we call um, Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That started off badly and then it kind of went downhill from yeah. there. You, it's, Human almost sacks. You, it's almost as if, you, as if you wanted to be employed by Fox in the 1970s. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> funny enough, that show is a that film's about um, a, like a Me Too kind of in process situation. Oh, gonna, so that was, that's very inappropriate of me to like. Uh, no, refer to it, it as that. it's appropriate in context, yeah. but yeah, for you as an individual, inappropriate. Yeah, okay. But, um, we're going to start off with the uh, numerical um, f named film, 1917.
have a brother in the 2nd Battalion? Yes, sir. Is he alive? And with your help, I'd like to keep it that way. But they're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you don't, we will lose 1,600 men. Your brother among them. So that is the trailer for, or that was the trailer for 1917, uh, directed by um, Sam Mendes, also the director of Skyfall. Um, what did we think of that, guys? Um, it looks fairly impressive from what I can see. Um, I don't know that much about the story. The story looked a little generic from the trailer, but you can never tell, really. It's, um, you know, they often hold something back, so there could be something a bit more complex going on than what we've seen in the trailer. So it, it, it's set against a budget of $100 million. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's money well spent? I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of the scenes from the trailer and the vibe that I got from it, it was like um, Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk meets uh, Saving Private Ryan. It... Um... Uh, and I think there was one scene in it where if you remember the film The Dark Knight Rises where the American football player like I think Bane blows up the a football stadium like the pitch mm. and there's a person running uh, to do a touchdown not realising about the explosions going off behind him and there was a scene in the trailer that was like that and I think what's really interesting is for me is a lot of films of glorified and shown in a good light the heroes of the second world war but i don't think a lot of people really know about some of the heroic deeds of the first world war so this is a good opportunity to kind of give those heroes a mention and there's obviously some very dangerous things that they had to go through um so i i think this whole war genre has been played out. It's like um, watching another slave movie. Right. If they want it to be original in terms of um, <clears throat> a film about those two periods in world history, mm. I'd rather see a film about people that were um, treated as traitors, shot in the back, not realising now that um, they were actually suffering from shell shock. Oh, like conscientious objectors and... No, uh, like people with post-traumatic stress, stress oh, okay. as we would yeah. Yeah. call yeah. it now. Yeah. yeah, and they they ran off because war is not for everyone. Yeah. And I'd rather sit then some guy fluffing around for about two hours saying, oh, I want to find my brother and all that type of shit. Yeah. It, it, it looked really clean for um, uh, World War One as well because by all accounts, they were swimming in their own shit. Yeah. Um, also, I was able to count on one finger um, the amount of 
different colours I saw. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think at this point people are just going out of their way to like just record and well write and record films where they don't have to do a diverse cast? Um, I, do you know what I think about this nineteen seventeen? I don't think it's about the diverse cast. I think the issue there's two problems that are going on here, which is we are now going to into an era or a time where anyone who's actually performed in the First World War is no longer alive. So I think there's only like, there's literally like a handful in this country of people who were alive during the World War. So to get those authentic stories from people who've been there means you're not going to get a chance to see this film again unless it's made in a kind of um, a hokey Steven Spielberg tale rather than based on a true story. Um, so I think they're trying to match that. Then obviously, yeah, there was the anniversary of the centenary because we're in 2019. Last year was the centenary of the end of the Second World War. But I think, first World um, War. Sorry, the First World War. Thank you. And um, the I think the other issue that you've got is um, the First World War has never had a chance to be recorded with the CGI and the cameras and the technology that's available now. And it probably won't ever be done again. So I think in three or four years time, or maybe five years time, you're not going to see another First World War film. But in terms of other war films, like, yeah, it, it might be a bit, there might be a bit of stuff that you can say, we've, I mean, like the, the Vietnam War, for example, I've seen, as an English person, I've seen so many Vietnam War films, it's probably untrue, you know? I actually saying that I am licking my lips at the prospect of um, Iraq Part Two. Iraq. When that, yeah, when yeah. that hits the cinemas, yeah, I'd like to see that. Right. It, it, if if we're talking about war films, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that whets my appetite a bit. Well, the thing is, wasn't there that um, Thirteen Hours in Benghazi? I think that was a like a really big film about um, something that happened in uh, Lebanon where um, a, an American ambassador got killed. So I think what your I think what we might start seeing now in terms of war films are like the smaller real operations if it's based on real life, as opposed to like the, the really big um, catastrophes like Dunkirk, because I think there's always this problem of having to relate to the actual group of characters that were involved. So that's why we're seeing stories about platoons or small units and stuff like that. Okay, before you give your ratings, I've just seen the cast list and it doesn't give a female actor's name into one two three four five six yeah names into it yeah and i've just scaled a bit below and they've got my arch enemy uh benedict, benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in, yeah. in there as well yeah. okay uh, can i just say something yeah. i've got to give a shout out to the artist john cormican yeah. Yeah. who you haven't heard of no. but john cormican is responsible for the waxwork of Benedict Cumberbatch in Madame Two Swords in London. Is, is it, it, does it look really lifelike? Does Would you like to see a picture? Oh, please do. I'm sure the listeners would love to see it as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to hear MKH's reaction, which will be a picture in itself. <laughs> um, so while we're waiting for the picture, uh, seeing cinemas, give it a miss or wait for it to stream, TJ. Um. I'm, I'm just going to say the names again. I know there's not a lot of women there. You've got Andrew Scott, famous for Fleabag and uh, the Sherlock Holmes TV series. Benedict Cumberbatch, famous obviously for Doctor Strange and Yay. Sherlock Holmes. Richard Madden, who was in The Bodyguard and um, Game of Thrones. Mark Strong, who doesn't need any introduction. Colin Firth, who doesn't need any introduction. 
I mean, that's a big list of names to watch. I know they're probably not going to be the main characters, but I, I'm excited to see Betsy this film. I think it's different. So I'm going to watch at the cinema on this one. So you go watch it. Uh, so TJ's going to watch it at the cinema. I've just been showing the picture. Is that the real picture? That is the waxwork. That's the waxwork. What the, the wax fuck? That is the waxwork. Do you want to see it again? Is that a real person? Did that they, is the waxwork. Did, did they pay him just to stand in Madden Tussauds for the next two years? That is amazing, man. That is work. great work, isn't it? You, they, Whatever you personally think of Benedict Cumberbatch. They've captured all his ugliness. That so just for the listeners at home, could you say the name again? Of John Cormican. Okay, and he's made the Madame Tussauds likeness of Benedict Cumberbatch. He also did Ray from Star Wars, who you might find more palatable. Wow. Uh, is that the female? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I always get confused because uh, her yeah. name's Ray. Um, <laughs> you can always pay to go to Madame Tussauds and just punch Benedict Cumberbatch in the face. Oh. Well, to be fair, they'll just repair him overnight. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're yeah, prepared for that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, they've probably got like eight of his heads just yeah. in a row waiting for like people to come and punch him in the face or something. Um, I, I, okay, batch slapped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see what I did there. <laughs> King Dom, uh, watch in cinema. Uh, give it a miss or stream. I'm, I understand your reservations, MKH, and partially agree with them but on the other hand i'm inclined towards a cinema watch partly because of the director's track record and partly because i think the trailer might be an oversimplification of the real film um that's fair i'm gonna employ a um a, a Stephen Codism right now. I don't. I don't go cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just not going to go see this in the cinema. I probably won't even see it streamed. I'm tired of war films. Get them the fuck out of Hollywood. And um, yeah, that's my take on it. I'm, so, I'm, but I'm just, if there was one about conscientious objector or someone with PTSD, would you see it? Yeah, I think that would that would be a a a, a curveball and a an original. Um, insight into the whole era. Can I just say one thing? I think there's one film I could recommend to you and that was directed by Spike Lee, including Derek uh, Luke as the actor, Michael Ely. It was called Miracle of St. Anna and it was about four American black soldiers who were trapped behind enemy lines in a Tuscan village during World War II. And that's got an interesting take on the lesser known stories of ethnic minorities performing on behalf of um, the United States of America wow. in the Second World War. Spike Lee's done so many films that have flown under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, I might, I might actually give that a watch. So um, Miracle of St. Anna 2008 might be your antidote. Fantastic, thank you for that. Um, okay, so we, what's that overall rating for 1917? Also, go and watch it in the cinema. So, so you got two. I said watch. two cinema watches. Okay, yeah, so we're going for the cinema. Yeah, cinema. Okay. And we spent a lot of time on that trailer for some reason. Let's move on to something more. Um, my Margot speed. Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's let's go move on to Bombshell now. Here we go. I just saw like two tongues come out of your eyeballs. <laughs> no, I brought the bombshell what? trailer on. MKH so, is actually a cartoon character. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I'm wearing the mask right now. Okay. So this is Bombshell featuring Charlie Ferron, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, and a bit of my lisp. You have to adopt the mentality of an Irish street cop. The world is a bad place. People are lazy morons. Minorities are criminals. Sex is sick, but interesting. 
Ask yourself what would scare my grandmother or piss off my grandfather. And that's a Fox story. Oh, it makes so much sense. Women are everywhere. We're letting them play golf and tennis now. HR's on the phone because you called me a skirt. Yeah, it's, yeah. I got to read that manual again. <laughs> the attitude off camera was even worse. You're a man hater. Learn to get along with the boys. You're sexy, but you're too much work. I have a whole list. Will other women come forward? You may have heard there was a dust-up involving yours truly and presidential contender Donald Trump. There was blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her wherever. Oh my God, but... did he just accuse me of anger menstruating? Wait, am I going to be the story? No. No. I'm going to be the story. No. no. Nobody stops watching because of a conflict. They stop watching when there isn't one. I want to convince you that I belong on air, Mr. Ailes. I think I'd be freaking phenomenal on your network. I could pluck you out and move you to the front of the line. But I need to know that you're loyal. I need you to find a way to prove it. I'm the bad guy. You know why Ron just got that door blocking his office. Someone has to speak up. Someone has to get mad. Fox News star Gretchen Carlson dropped a major bombshell today. What is she doing? This could kill Fox News. We need everyone on Team Roger. Get it on. Put it on. These are the end times. You do understand I have to be above this, right? You know the entire country is talking about your period right now. So you're tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff. Sweetheart, this is an island of safety and truth. There's a man! Ready to go to war? Oh, yeah. So that was the trailer for Bombshell. So this is based... So um, what's her name? She's playing a real character. Um, not, Margot Robbie or Charlize Theron? Uh, Charlize uh, Theron. She's actually playing a real-life um, news anchor on, on Fox yeah. who actually... Um, is it they actually outed somebody yeah, for sexual outed, harassment? Yeah, so she exposed CEO Robert Ailes for sexual harassment. And that would have been probably like the most senior person in that organization. Oh, he was. He yeah. he was the biggest name in, in news media in America for a very long time. Yeah. And can I just say that they, they are... Because who is she playing? Could we just go down to the character? She, oh, sorry. Let me just switch it over to IMDb. Give me a second, uh, MK. But um, she, she's obvious... They obviously are um, playing up um, the looks of the woman she's, she's playing. Because she's not that attractive in real life. Thank um, you for clarifying that on the film about sexual harassment. Sorry. This is the progressive hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to... Well, we're not reading the room, guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're watching where your hands are. And um, so we're going to just roll back to the log line. It says, a group of women decide to take on Fox News head Roger Ailes and the toxic atmosphere he presided over at the network and believe me this is not uh nine to five with uh dolly parton this is like a real life situation that happened and it feels i think it's in the 70s is that right no no it's, it's no he, he only died the other day oh so this is recent yeah this is wow. really recent this woman's still at anchor oh wow 
Yeah, so that's um, amazing. I mean, and not in terms of a good way. Yeah, but I'm, great. I'm surprised that it's happened. Considering it's great that Robert Ellis was able to do that. Yeah, <laughs> in the noise. So no, I'm I'm just surprised that that story was still possible. So this was an incident that probably happened like four or five years ago. Then yes. Wow. So um, yeah, so Megan Kelly is the is the main protagonist who actually brought the yeah. Uh, uh, the allegations to Robert L. She was at Fox News from 2004 till yeah. 2017. Okay. So I'm imagining 2017 was when she she outed Have, him. Yeah. So it was that recent. It was like yeah. like two years ago. So like, just to be clear, uh, Margot Robbie's playing someone called Kayla Pospisil. Charlie Ferron is playing Megan Kelly and Nicole Kidman's playing Gretchen Carlson. And uh, the trade that we saw was just basically like a lot of people getting in and out of um, an elevator. So I suppose there's an idea about uh, the claustrophobia of being in that environment and perhaps the secret signals that you have to say to kind of say what's accepted and what's tolerated. Is that right? What do you think? Absolutely, and um, just want to bring up that um, John, was it Lefro? Is that, is that John Lithgow? Yeah, Lithgow is playing Robert Els. I I love John yeah. Lithgow as an actor. I think he's fantastic in all of the the TV series I've watched him, starting with Third Rock from the Sun, and he was actually one of um, the main protagonists in one of my favorite um, TV series of all time, which was Dexter. Yeah, which basically is about a serial killer who worked for the police. And he was, was he also in a kind of a slightly um, fifty-fifty film, Marmite film called uh, *Raising Cain* as well, where he played um, like two twin brothers. Which I'm sorry, he was, he was very and, much so. And I thought it was an interesting story, but a lot of people thought it was like a bit ham-fisted as a way to kind of tell the story. One day we'll talk about how underrated Brian De Palma is. I yeah. guess this is not that day, no. but yeah. we should do it. So, um, so what did you think of it, uh, Kingdom? Um, bearing in mind the trailer showed us very little. Mm-hmm. Um, what it did show was Margot Robbie in a lift, so I'm kind of halfway in already. <laughs> oh my goodness. That wasn't a double entendre, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It was almost a triple entendre. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm right We're with really you. misreading the room here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> By the way, this film was made by the director of Austin Powers, so I feel like, yeah, right. So I feel like any bad puns we do could be excused on that basis. Yeah, absolutely. He did Dinner for Schmucks as well. Um, With Steve Carell. Yes. Remake of a French film, which was far, far better. I, I, and it says that the Academy Award winning co-writer of The Big Short as well, which was supposed to be a... A black comedy about the failings. Of yeah, the no, it wasn't. No, I'm not a big fan of The Big Short. Okay, no problem. Was that about the financial crash? It was. Well, it was yeah. basically about some selfish bankers yeah. who managed to short the system because they saw the financial crash coming. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, didn't bother to tell anyone or, yeah. you know, any liberal shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of big shorts, I think I might have shafted you guys a little bit on the trailer because... Yeah, okay. that's I felt that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... John Lithgow seems to be wearing a lot of makeup. He's wearing a fat suit. One. A fat suit. Yeah. So he's not just put on the weight. No, I don't think that he's that dedicated. I don't yeah. think he's that dedicated to the role. Because who wants to be that dedicated to be fucking mm. Robert Ailes that disgusting? Oh, and it's got uh, Mark Duplass in it as well. Amazing. Um, I, I, I think they, they 
they did wonders with the casting. I think that that gives them a leg up. Yeah. That they have these um fine female actors in the starring roles. Yeah. Um I I think that will definitely help with uh people going to see it. Yeah. I I don't know whether people still have the appetite for uh me too. Yeah. At this current juncture in Hollywood. Yeah. Even and I'm I'm not even just saying that for male film film goers i'm talking about yeah. women as well I, i'm yeah. finding less and less women talking about the me too movement it was like something that it was something as of something like a phase like mm. um fidget spinners almost yeah. okay um and very crocs. much like fidget spinners <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. and croc shoes yeah and um it's like ah oh, we shall speak no more of that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah I, I don't know whether this was the right time to bring this back up. I, I don't know, and but it, it seems like they, they did wonders with the casting. I, anyway. I would say two things that might, or three things that might be working in the favours. Obviously, you've got two Academy Award winners and one Academy nominee. And then you've also got, um, this is a success story, really, of Me Too in action. And um, also, it's a David versus Goliath situation, apparently, in terms of uh, staff roles, I would say. And I've just noticed something, which should be amazing if this is true. Is is Lions is Lionsgate is this a part of Fox? Or is it um, not? The story is about Fox. I'm not no, sure. Is Lionsgate affiliated with Fox? Yeah, because I'm wondering what Fox feels about their 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 image and rights being really shown to the world if Lionsgate know. is not a part of Fox that would be really interesting I mean wouldn't it be a sign of just like cleaning house to say that they've made a f they're endorsing a film which has come Even out of this so, outcome man this is this is very damaging yeah um yeah no Fox doesn't seem to be anywhere in, in terms of their subsidies and stuff like that so that's really amazing they allowed that to happen yeah um yeah, uh, obviously with the trailer that we just we just watched, I don't know how much we can glean from. And, and, and in fact, like if we really want to know the story, I could just go and read it on Wikipedia. We already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Robert Ells is dead. She she brought the allegations. Um, mm. So do you think there's a danger that the social media is too far ahead of the sensation yeah, of the film? This, this only happened two years ago. Mm. Like, ha like at least let it... And two years marinate. in social media time is a really long time, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's probably been beaten to death. But um, with that being said, um, King Dom, is that a, a C in cinemas? Give it a miss or, um, um, or stream? I'm inclined to see it in the cinemas. Oh, you dirty boy. Yeah. yeah. What? You know, I'll keep both hands in front of me. <laughs> or in my popcorn. My popcorn, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know wow, that's just popcorn. reminded me of that. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and as the only blonde person in the room, he's actually hiding his hair, which yeah. is quite funny as well. Yeah. Dom's it's, the blonde. That's because it's fucking cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, we, you yeah. know, we suffer to bring you this program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you really look like you're about to go to, um, uh, I don't know, an exhibition with Scott, Captain Scott. Yeah, I, I may be some time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you said you're going to watch that in cinema. Yeah. yeah. By the way, generous, am I generous? Are you being generous? To because it's on a touchy subject. Do you think? No, I'm genuinely interested in oh, okay. seeing the the cast working mm. together. Yeah. Also, no, really, honestly, yeah, I know, I as I you. respect their acting skills, <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. But by the way, like when they do that, like Academy Award winner Nicole Kidman, doesn't that wind they, you up? 
it is annoying, isn't yeah, it? I don't like it either. I don't care if they've won Academy Awards. I want to see what they're going to do in this film. Yeah. Although, technically, they should call Margot Robbie an Academy Award winner because she won the Academy Award Best Makeup for Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm. So, Suicide Squad would not have won Best Makeup without her, mm, that's for sure. Mm. That wasn't for Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And his, his peculiar yeah. uh, gangster um, Do you know, I've seen, so, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen so many memes of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker... And uh, Whacking Phoenix's Joker killing Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. I, wow. I, I do feel a bit sorry for Jared Leto. Imagine, like, if he sees that meme and he's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that probably ruins his whole day. Yeah. And I think people are saying he deserves it because he was sending, like, used condoms to, like, people on set. That Ooh. is pretty uncalled for. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, maybe he, he deserves to get a kick in the teeth. But uh, Do we know who he used them with? You could uh, sell it on eBay. No, I think he just wanked into them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can still sell it on eBay. I think they call that a posh wank. Um, so, uh, so see it in cinema. Uh, TJ, are you going to yeah, see that? I, I was going to make a case. And uh, they are three exceptionally attractive women, but I have seen Nicole Kidman on screen. But I have seen, I think, the three of, um, uh, what is it? Charlie's Front's last three films. So I saw Atomic Blonde, Tully, and... Uh, Ah, uh, there's one other one that I think is up there. Oh, e young adult. So I think it one was... One to get for young it, adult, it, please. It, yeah, so I think... Were you brain damaged at Prince the time? Andrew's What's the matter with the but it, um, <laughs> Hasn't worn off. <laughs> no, so I was thinking... And I think I've seen Margot Robbie's yeah. last three films with like Suicide Squad and um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So... I think there's a lot of talent and a lot of experience on the table there. Uh, so it, it could be like a really fascinating watch because he's like three top actresses. So I'd say I definitely want to watch that over in January. In the cinema? Yeah, in the cinema. Um, so I'm going to wait for it to stream direct because like if it's on Netflix or Amazon or something like that, I don't think I'm going to waste my time to go and watch that in the cinema because I already know the story Yeah, and the trailer was enough to fill my boots. And it's got nothing to do with you watching three blonde women on your laptop at home. Oh no, it's going to be it's going to be on my my television on the wall <laughs> where I, where I watch all of my um my my main attractions. Okay. Um uh, with that being said, that is another go see it in the cinema from yeah. the Geek Sweat team. Um now we keeping come it positive. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it definitely positive. Um we, we we come to the final trailer. Um the long awaited sequel. Uh it's called Bad Boys for Life starring Will Smith and uh Martin Lawrence. Here we go. One last time. One last time. Hey! Oh shit! Oh, come on, man! You can get that buffed out. No, you can get that buffed out. Remember, knock and talk. Yeah, knock, knock. Miami PD, get down! What the hell happened to knock and talk? Hands behind your head right now. I got this. I'm gonna penetrate this man's soul with my heart. What? Watch and learn. Sir, I realize that you're scared. You know, sometimes fear. How deep you think you got in his soul? I'm done, Mike. I'm a bit tired. Uh-oh, here we go again. You want your legacy to be muscle shirts and body counts? 
Look at this mess. It's carnage. I didn't do all this. You didn't shoot anybody? Well, come on, Cap. You know I shot some people. Yeah. Fuck me. These streets, I never trusted anybody but me. I'm asking you, man. Bad boys. One last time. One last time. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask the clubs, bad boy, that's what's up. He's driving through a mall. We're not just black, we're cops too. We'll pull ourselves over later. <laughs> it's official. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama, the saga continues. about the glasses. I've been telling your ass for a year. He can't be stopped now. Shit, Mike. He's in like HD. This bad boy flies. He ain't going nowhere. Boys, bad boy. Hey, what what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come in? Hey, hey, no, no, never. Y'all will never do that again. Yeah, and you fucking up the lyrics, which take a long time to learn. Cause it's bad boy for life. And that's coming out the 17th of January. Wow, that was a sigh of weariness. Yeah. Was that not doing it for you? Oof. I, I, that's all I've got to say is oof. I, you know what? I think I'll go first on this one. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really believe that Will Smith and Martin Lawrence playing Will Smith and Martin Lawrence worked in 1995 and 2003, but it really doesn't work in 2020 or 2019 for me. You don't think Will Smith was slightly years. more animated than of late? And no, and I feel like he's coming off the back of some mighty flops in the Gemini cinema. Man. Yeah, have you seen that? No, I'm not going to. Concussion waste my time. was another one, I think. Concussion, and then he had that one with the the ghouls and goblins, right. on, on on Netflix as well. But like, Concussion was a, a yeah, dramatic film, yeah. but yeah. Um, Gemini Man was action. So yeah. that that is like his bread and butter product, if you like. It's yeah. the action films. I think one of the other problems I'm looking at, sorry to cut in the MKH, is. Just looking at the the physicality on screen, you can tell who's doing all of the stunts and who's kind of carrying the action of the film, and who who's there just for comic relief. It's yeah. not Martin Lawrence, absolutely yeah. not, and not not to shit on Martin Lawrence, but um, yeah, I I think you guys you you were like at least I don't know ten years too late to do this 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 sequel if you wanted to wrap up this trilogy because mm. I'm guessing this is the wrap up because this is Bad Boy for Lives. You're not gonna like make a sequel to this same. Bad Boys Infinity, are you? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not enjoying, I'm not enjoying the vibes on that, and I think it's, and oh, I hate saying this about Will Smith. I don't like saying this about Will Smith. I quite like him as a as a personality on Instagram, but yeah, I, Will, what what are you doing? <laughs> Dom, what is he doing? What is he doing? Um, <laughs> honestly, I haven't seen this. I saw Gemini Man, yeah. which was a strange experience yeah. because it was like Will Smith going through a film at like half speed. It yeah. was like he was at the table read. It's, yeah, and, was that because there was a lot of exposition to drop into that? No, it was just like it was a weird, distracted performance okay. without like much engagement, and that was despite the fact that he'd spent years asking to work with Ang Lee. 
And then it's like he got there and he didn't show up. I love how you it looks said like it. he looked like he wanted years to spend working with himself because <laughs> it's the CGI Will Smith versus live Will Smith, isn't it? I love how you said it was a strange experience as if we just told you we're welcoming you to a party and you have to put your keys in the bowl. It's <laughs> 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 strange. Okay, what did you think, TJ? Do you know what? I, I was looking at this and um, I've never seen a buddy buddy cop film where I've been wincing what at what stunts the, one of the actors might do. And I just feel like Martin Lawrence, uh, I don't want to say this, but he kind of looks like he's got lupus or he's on the verge. <laughs> or what? He's somewhere between it like, looking like Jesus, he's got lupus. that's harsh. Or, or ha- being on the verge of a heart attack. And I just don't think Keep uh, it it's going to be very nice <laughs> watching him do stunts. And Martin Lawrence, it's like, it's this 10 year thing, like you said, it's like, they were like good comedians and they had some phys- good physicality in the 1995 version of Bad Boys. And now they've kind of moved into this weird Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Kevin Hart, um, lower budget version. I just feel like, I don't think Martin Lawrence is that funny or relevant anymore. And I don't think this format is going to work for him in terms of humour. And I don't think the comedy and the, I don't think the action is going to work in terms of, oh, these are the old guard and the new guards coming in. So it feels like a pointless film to me. So I really don't want to see this. And I, I don't really want to see anyone who's seen it either. I don't even want to like you and my friends, but I think, you know, who's to blame? Uh, the Fast and the Furious and... Franchise. Yeah, franchise and also the Expendables. So yeah. in the first um, Bad Boys, the, the most action they got was when they were in a, a van full of propane and they went to the end of a bridge that says that's as much action as they did yeah. now in this trailer we see them kill a helicopter why why are mm. two miami police officers killing helicopters all is of it, a sudden isn't it because it's um a Mike, is michael bay directing this one no no it's, no. it's two belgium um oh, directors okay. so see he must be producing michael bay he is it's, really no it's adil el arby and bilal fala yeah, no. Um, I can't believe Michael, Michael Bay isn't making yeah, money from this in some in way. Nowhere to be seen. He's like, I, I don't want my fingerprints on that shit. <laughs> Which is quite even funny. after Transformers Six. Yeah, he's absolutely. got standards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, Come on, guys. <laughs> and, and I've got, I've got to show you something about the suspension of disbelief on this one as well. So the screenwriter is also responsible for is Joe Carnahan, who wrote Smoking Aces, The A Team, and The Grey, with uh, Liam Neeson, which was. Uh, basically uh, taken with wolves. So... Oh, so should everyone involved in the making of this film, should they kill themselves now or after the release? I think they should probably get in one of those helicopters that got exploded. <laughs> and then let someone... <laughs> and should... oh, and yeah. take the script with them. Maybe. Okay, if, 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 if you want to add insult to injury, yeah. DJ Khaled is actually in this film playing Ooh. Manny the Butcher. Yeah. If, if that doesn't wet your palate enough for this film. Are we ready to pass judgment on this 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 car crash of a so of we a won't tr- be hearing DJ Khaled saying and another yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think you know what it's going. I mean, I I just I just want to stay away from this franchise now. So this is a no go area. So no, it's a danger zone for me. Okay, and um, Kingdom, hard pass, hard pass, and I'm going to treat it like Chernobyl. Yeah. Only watch it from the comfort of... Um, <laughs> actually, I haven't even seen Chernobyl what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a hard pass for me as well. Yeah. Um, sorry, Bad Boys for Life. You should have kept that 
um, that script. Also, in. sorry, Martin Lawrence, for saying you look like you're about to drop dead with yeah. a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and you, you weren't funny. <laughs> Martin Lawrence will now be more sad than Jared Leto. It's like, or... <laughs> So, yeah, um, yeah, you should have kept I'm that. I'm sorry, Martin Lawrence. Should have kept you. that script in the bin for life. Yeah. Um, with that being said, and that bombshell, that brings us to the end of this very lengthy um, trailer talk. But I think we we owed you uh, a bit, uh, something a bit extra for I the. Think we've the, done gravitas. Yeah. Um, no, I'll say that again. Justice to the gravitas of World War One. Yes. Me too. And the Bad Boy sequel. Yes, absolutely. And this this is something extra for your Christmas stockings, I would say. Um, so yeah, have that down your gullets, you nerds. And <laughs> <laughs> we love you, really. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to, uh, to the end of. Actually, this would be coming out on New Year's Day. New Year's so, Day. Yeah. Happy yeah. 2020, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that too. Uh, yeah, no. Um, happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And Honestly, we, we really appreciate our fans and thanks for sticking with us. And sorry, that's going a bit YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, thank you for listening. Um, so that, um, that that's um, me landing the plane now. Um, I've been um, your uh, your lead host, um, MKH, and I've been joined um, gracefully by TJ. Ciao for now. And um, King Dom. Bye for now. And on the ones and twos, uh, Neo Geo. Woo! And uh, you guys have been wonderful. Uh, this has been episode 90, and we shall see you uh, more often in 2020 with the 2020 vision. Yay! <laughs>